0: This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Now, here's your host, Wes Bleed.
1: Thank you, Stacey, and hello from WQA Radio. Thanks for joining us. This is podcast number 19. In this edition, we'll be joined by WQA member Sam Barron of Maher Water in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. We'll talk about what's happening in his world and his thoughts on the value of our WQA radio podcasts.
2: Well, so far you've had on some very good guests, Uh, technically uh, giving us a lot of background. Honestly, you put a lot of information into it.
1: Later, we'll have a regulatory update, plus an update from the WQA news desk, and we'll have this week's WQA tip. Up next, my conversation with WQA member, Sam Barron. We are talking with Sam Barron, who is a WQA member from Wisconsin. Sam, nice to have you on, first of all, on the podcast. We'll talk about the podcast, and then we'll talk a little bit about your... Uh, About your company and what you do Uh, just in general. I know you have told me about the fact that you listen to the podcast So why don't you explain how that uh,
2: came about? Um, Well, I got it in the email not too long ago and uh, apparently I'd missed a couple so I went back and kind of listen to all of them before that. So, in our company, we all get the emails, all of my certified staff do, but uh, it kind of falls on my shoulders to go through and listen to everything, then convey it over to the guys and my wife also.
1: Give me your sense so far of what the podcasts have. Uh in some way helped you with if anything
2: that's good it gives me insight as to what's going on with the wqa day-to-day normally i only get to see them at mid-year and at convention on their conference calls on the different committees but um, when i get to the podcast it kind of reminds me that everybody's there working every day instead of hey we only see them a couple times a year that must be all they work so kind of kind of reminds you that they're there
1: it's actually a good thing for staff people like me, right? Yeah. You, you want to be reminded of that.
2: Yeah, yeah we, we like to know that you guys are still working.
1: So so, somebody says, well, why, Sam, would I want to listen to one of these podcasts? What would you suggest?
2: Um, well, so far you've had on some very good guests, uh, technically uh, giving us a lot of background. But honestly, you've put a lot of information into it, and the biggest thing is you keep it usually in that 10 to 15-minute range, which uh, with today, that's about what most people's attention span is. So
1: he squeeze it all in in that perfect time. Alright, uh, Sam Barron from Wisconsin. Tell us about yourself and your company. Well uh, my wife's grandfather
2: started the company in 1950 um, as just a local water treatment dealer for a couple communities and uh, my father-in-law took the company over in uh, 1980, uh, expanded it significantly. We now cover about a third of the state uh, with a good chunk of the Upper Peninsula, we call it the UP. Um, And my wife and I bought the company lock, stock and barrel from him uh, six years ago.
1: And just a little bit about your business operation?
2: Yep, We're a uh, residential and commercial water dealer. Uh, We deal with the end user, the the consumer. So I think uh, WQA makes up about 70% dealers and that's what we fall into.
1: Now you mentioned WQA, so let's go there for a moment. Your membership in the association itself, how far back does that go?
2: Um, I think my father-in-law started with WQA when he got a hold of the company. Uh, So I would say late 70s, just before that. Uh, He goes back to that. He was on multiple boards and committees. uh, Very heavily involved with our state WQA also. And you yourself? Yes, I'm on the board of directors for the Wisconsin WQA. Uh, and then I sit on a dealer section panel, uh, events committee, anything that they'll put me on, I'll be happy to put my voice into it.
1: We often ask the question, what are your biggest challenges these days? What do you see happening in the industry that uh, maybe not, maybe doesn't keep you up at night, but certainly is a concern?
2: Uh, probably one of the biggest things is people get more educated with the internet, uh, with the different government regulations that seem to pop up. So. We get calls from more educated customers, but at the same time, we get a lot of calls from people that are just scared. They don't know what's in the water, and they're worried they should treat something that is a problem 100 miles away.
1: What kinds of Treatment issues are you seeing these days?
2: Um, obviously, with Flint, Michigan, lead has popped up quite a bit. Unfortunately, uh, it's something we've dealt with at our company for a good 50 years. So, treating lead's relatively easy. But um, I got a call last week for somebody worried that they should spend a lot of money testing for chromium in a private well in a granite formation, which you're not going to find chromium there. But um, he was willing to pay a lot of money to get it tested. So, weird things pop up.
1: Now, we're talking at a meeting, a joint meeting of the WQA, the Irrigation Association, and the National Groundwater Association just ahead of our legislative days uh, descending on Capitol Hill and talking to lawmakers about issues regarding water. Have you been involved in one of these before? Yeah, I was. Um I came to my first
2: one last year just to kind of see what it was about, and um, it's very eye opening when, when you actually see the, uh, the government in action. Um, so I, I figured it's good to come back, and again, with my wife being at, at the office, being able to run the company the way she does, it's afforded me the option of coming to a lot more meetings. So, yeah. I, I don't mind coming to this, and it it's good for everybody to see at least once.
1: And the value of this? It
2: kind of ties you back into where you're at um, with your company, and you, you get so wrapped up with what you do in your little territory that you forget if somebody's not here pounding the pavement with this, regulations get slapped on you, and before you know it, you can't do what, you, what you've always done.
1: Sam Barron from Wisconsin joining us in this uh, portion of the program, and Sam, last You have been at many conventions, WQA conventions.
2: The convention is probably the highlight of of what WQA does. Uh, Again, with the constituents made up about 70% dealers, the the convention gives those dealers a a chance to talk uh, without being in competition with each other, to talk to other dealers, find out what's working, what's not working. And um, it's a great way to network with other people that you've never met or you've only met and recognized here and there. But conventions are an, an awesome way for dealers to get together.
1: Sam thank you very much and it is time now for our regulatory update Kathleen Foltz is our regulatory and government affairs coordinator here at WQA Kathleen what do you have
3: sure so I previously gave an update on the bills list in March which saw lots of updates in April we had two pieces of legislation Uh, one dealing with hexavalent chromium or chrome 6 in North Carolina. House Bill 567 and Senate Bill 675 required the Department of Environmental Quality in the state to conduct a study on the distribution and levels of hexavalent chromium in groundwater in a partially impacted neighborhood to see if all households should receive a permanent replacement water supply. In Minnesota there's a specialty license bill, Senate Bill 1937, which is included in the appropriations bill, uh, which requires a specialty license in the state. And it has passed the Senate and at, at the end of March in the House in April. The next step will be for the House and Senate to reconcile the differences in that bill in Minnesota. So continue to look at our bills list to see what we're tracking and receive any updates.
1: Thank you so much. Appreciate it. And time to check in at the WQA News Desk. And for that, let's go over to Stacey Ost-Kutzbach.
0: Thanks, Wes. Our Professional Certification and Training Department will be hosting a Water Quality and Treatment Fundamentals workshop at the Florida Water Quality Association Convention on June 9th from 1 to 5 p.m. The event is free for all convention attendees. And on the following day on June 10th from 8 to 11 a.m., They will be offering certification exams, so don't miss out on your opportunity to uh, take part in this at the Florida WQA convention. The Professional Certification and Training Department will also be offering workshops and exams at the PWQA, Ohio WQA, Minnesota WQA, EWQA, and Missouri WQA meetings and conventions throughout the next year. And for more information or to download a registration form, please go to wqa.org under the events section.
1: All right, Stacy, thanks so much. Absolutely. This week's WQA tip, check out the video about business excellence right on the homepage at wqa.org. Learn how your company can take the next step toward business excellence with WQA. We want to remind you about the WQA Career Center, your source for the water industry's next wave of talent. Look for the Careers tab at the top of wqa.org. And if you like what you hear on these podcasts, do forward a link to a friend or colleague. And if you want your employees to get our email notifications about the next podcast, update your membership listing with all staff members' names and email addresses. Thank you. Along with Stacy Ast kutzbach this is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio.
0: You've been listening to WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Learn more about WQA's Gold Seal product certification, professional education and certification, Find certified products and water treatment providers and find out how you can become a member all at wqa.org. Thanks for listening.